I think the first thing people notice about leatherback sea turtles is that they're very large. So they're the largest or the heaviest reptile in the entire world. They can weigh up to 2,000 pounds. Um, one of the largest ones was eight and a half feet long. So they're huge animals. Um, another really cool thing about leatherback sea turtles is they're basically like a dinosaur. They evolved 110 million years ago, which is 50 million years before all of the rest of the sea turtles evolved. Um, so seeing one is just like seeing a dinosaur. Everybody wants to see a dinosaur. That's something that we can never see. But if you go see a leatherback sea turtle, it's like seeing one. Um, something else about them is that they are critically endangered. So they do need our help and our protection. Um, so that is really important as well. Um, an interesting thing about them is that they are the only soft-shelled sea turtle. Uh, all the other sea turtles have an, a hard carapace, and these guys are very soft. The reason that is is because they can dive very deep. They can dive up to 3,000 feet, and that's because they are following jellyfish down that deep, and that is their primary food source. So they're very unique species. The big threats that leatherback sea turtles are facing are pollution is one big thing. Um, since they do eat jellyfish, plastic floating in the ocean looks a lot like a jellyfish. So they will try and eat it, and they, when they try and spit it back out again, it comes up their nose a lot of times and it gets stuck. Um, so there have been videos of researchers helping remove plastic from turtles' noses, um, and it can be really detrimental to their health. So um, reducing single-use plastics is a big thing in helping protect sea turtles. Um, the big thing in Costa Rica that the sea turtles faced was poaching. Between 1970 and 1990, 90% of the eggs were poached. So there's a big gap in their population where for many years there were no adult sea turtles. So we've seen a huge decline from uh, 1,504 sea turtles in uh, the 88-89 season to the year I went there were only 11 nesting sea turtles. So their populations have been in rapid decline from that. Um, development also has really affected them. Uh, in Costa Rica, they are now a part of a national park, so they are protected. Um, but the lights from cities will deter them from coming up onto the beach, so development affects them a lot. Uh, another big thing that affects them is climate change. Uh, if we don't, if ever, all of the other threats to sea turtles are eliminated, in 100 years they will still be extinct due to climate change. So that is something that definitely needs to be addressed. So something easy that we can all do to help protect sea turtles is first to reduce our single-use plastic use. Um, it's really easy to grab a plastic fork. Every restaurant you go to, they'll give you plastic straws. Um, but it's easy to, at the beginning of your meal, tell them, please, no straws. And just one straw out of the ocean might save one sea turtle from having a straw stuck up its nose. Um, another thing that we can do is eat sustainable seafood. Eat sustainable seafood. <laughs> um, so there is a lot of interaction between sea turtles and fisheries. Thousands of sea turtles are caught every year in incident, as incidental bycatch. So if we really focus on eating sustainable seafood, we can drive policy change and uh, change what's going on in our fisheries out there. So those are some of the big things. So the Leatherback Trust was established in 2000 by a couple of researchers that had been working with them for many years. And what they're primarily doing is trying to stop the development around Playa Grande, which is the uh, beach that I was at. Uh, that is really the last sanctuary for leatherbacks in the Pacific. So um, the development is a really big thing in maintaining that national park so there's not big lights on the beach where the sea turtles will no longer come up anymore. Uh, they've also worked on getting a lot of community involvement in Costa Rica and getting a lot of awareness about sea turtles. Um, so 
they have turned all of the poachers that used to take all of the eggs into tour guides down there. And that allows the community to still be involved. Those people didn't lose their jobs over this conservation effort, and now they can really care about the sea turtles. So that was a really major thing. Uh, the best part about working with leatherbacks in Costa Rica was getting to see a leatherback. They're amazing animals. Uh, like I said, they're like seeing a dinosaur, uh, and they're just huge. And seeing one nest and being able to lay down and help count their eggs and then see all the work they put into burying their eggs and then finally heaving themselves back out to sea. It's really magical. So it was really a life-changing experience getting to see them. Uh, we did see some eggs hatch. I was there about halfway through the breeding season. If you go early in the breeding season, you will only see the adults coming up to lay their eggs. It takes about 60 days for the leatherback eggs to hatch. So since I was there in January, we got some new nests being laid and then some hatchlings coming out. So we helped uh, move some of the nests that were laid in poor spots on the beach. Uh, maybe the tides would come up and drown the nest, or maybe it was in a really high traffic area for a hotel. Uh, they would be relocated to a hatchery near the marine biology station. Uh, and then after 60 days, they would hatch. And so we would help collect those babies, weigh and measure them, and then at night release them somewhere on the beach. So it was really cool. Thank you.